What is up, everyone? This is episode four. Thank you all very much for your feedback, your input, uh, your conversations, your kind words on the past three episodes. Um, I'm very much appreciative of all your support. Um, and it helps all your feedback, all your input, every th- second counts with this stuff. So every single message on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, it helps. It helps me make the show better. It helps me zone in on my audience. It helps me know whether or not I'm doing shit properly. So I do appreciate every single one of you guys for the support. And I will continue doing it as long as you guys support me. So again, much appreciated. Uh, So today I want to talk about something somewhat controversial, something I've wanted to experience for a long time, something that gets a lot of heat in the fitness world, um, and something that I kind of just dove into um, headfirst just this past week. Um, So I started at John O Athletics, which most of you from the Sydney area, if you are listening, is formerly known as CrossFit John O. Um, it's formerly known as CrossFit Jono because it was a CrossFit affiliate until the controversy surrounding CrossFit CEO Greg Glassman. Um, we all know the controversial um, Floyd 19 comment that uh, Greg Glassman put out and then emails surfaced, etc., etc. Not important. The only thing that's important about that is that Jono Athletics was once once CrossFit Jono. It's no more. It's no longer. I don't even know if you can call it a CrossFit gym anymore, um, because of the the um, relationship, or should I say, affiliate is no longer. Um, so CrossFit as a whole, as a sport, and as a fitness regimen, gets a lot of flack. Um, a lot of stereotypes, a lot of people think it's bullshit. Um, and in my experience so far, they've been false. All the bad things you hear about CrossFit have been false, in my opinion. Now, I've only been there less than a week. Um but it's incredibly open and welcoming place. It helps. It it gives way to every stereotypical nature and horror story you hear about CrossFit. I'm going to allude it, allude to it as CrossFit for this episode because it's what it is. It's what it originated as, and it's just for the purpose of this episode, it will continue to be called CrossFit because at the the whole of it, it is what it still remains. Greg Glassman did create it, but it grew into this thing much bigger than him. So I will still be alluding to it as CrossFit. Um, it, it always interested me. I've always watched it, you know, whenever it was on ESPN, the CrossFit Games. Um, and of course, you have the Endless Library on YouTube or other streaming services, which makes me very happy to be able to watch it because something about it really drew me in um 
And it really drew me in. I put it off. I put it off. I said, you know, I really enjoy this. Or I think I would enjoy this. I should try it. I should become a member. But you put it off. And I continue to put it off for a long time, you know, because like any new gym or new atmosphere, you're, you're a little bit nervous. You're not sure what to expect. Really, you're, you're scared. You know, and I was, I let fear hold me back as many of us do. And as I talked about before, and, you know, as of late, I've had one of those moments where it's like, fuck the fear, start your podcast, uh, go join that gym, do all these things that you wanted to do because you're running out of time. And Suddenly, I'm haunted by wasted time. I always was in, in, in some sense, but suddenly, as of late, I'm really attacking, and I want to go full force at my goals and my aspirations and what interests me. And one thing that interests me was CrossFit. Um, so I dove in. I, some, you know, CrossFit does get a bad rep for the training method they inquire, you know, and, and that being, by definition, is constantly varied functional movements done at high intensity which is very true. I mean, the workload makes for an incredible workout and atmosphere, which is something I have always been looking for. You know, something challenging, something out of the norm, something beyond, you know, just going to the gym, going through the motions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about that later. Um, yeah, I was looking for something harder. I was looking for something more exciting and more challenging, and I found it um, as expected, as advertised. Um, yeah, so it's important to note, you know, this stuff because most people want the opposite. You know, most people want to go to the gym and. Everyone's looking for the quick fix, and everyone wants the fast track to fitness, and everyone wants to be a little bit fit, and they want to be really fit, or they don't really care. They go to the gym because, you know, the doctor recommends, or they think it's a good thing to do. They're not focused on, you know, excitement and inspiration, we'll call it. Uh, I mean, you can go to the gym for six days a week, lift your weights, do your cardio, and focus on your gains as much as possible. That's great. I've done it for years and years. I've been lifting weights pretty well steady since I was about 14 years old. Um, you know, you look in the mirror, you're watching your muscles swell and tear, and, you know, while never becoming entirely satisfied with how I look, you know, or how you guys look, you know, um, or, you know, my workouts would just be, you know, Isolation workouts focused on one or two muscle groups with the hopes and prayers they'll grow accordingly. You know, we all want that swell. We all want to look the part. You know, we all want to look big. Um, you know, and, and what this did for me was, you know, a large part of it is what I would grow to consider just going through the motions or just getting it in, you know, kind of lollygagging, going through it. You know, you get bored, you know. Um, even in my, my well-equipped home gym uh, that I talk about all the time on social media, where I have plenty of kettlebells, bodyweight stations, bullet bars, dip bars, Olympic rings, you know, big fancy universal gym. Um, I would simply, again, go through the motions, you know. I, um, this, I'm aware, 
is entirely on me. You know, I made the choice to, you know, go through the motions, do the minimum, you know, still getting good workouts in, but bored, you know, understimulated, uninspired, um, looking for more, looking, and, and while looking for more, settled for what I had and settled for my my training and was really only operating at about 30 or 40% of my physical capabilities, which then led me to really, again, like this holy shit moment that I've had lately with this show and with my fitness and my goals and, and my future. It was a holy shit moment. Like, well, you know what? It's time to do it. You know, it's, it's time to just attack. And, so you need nothing for a good workout. You can use your body weight. And you can use your body weight um, to get a killer workout. We all know that. And a lot of people know that and don't want to admit it. Um, you know, and I was settling, like I said, for the minimum. I hated that. And I mean, I believe there's a huge reason why people get tired of their fitness goals and aspirations. And just do things like they always have. Mostly half-assed or with sheer mediocre intensity to just get it in and then get home. Now, I'm also well aware that this is not the case for everyone. You know, but it, it, it was for me for a while. And let me just say, if you're doing any exercise or, you know, anything in general to help yourself, push yourself, have a little bit of struggle in your life. You're head and shoulders ahead of the people on the coach. And you should keep going. Keep going. Keep pushing. Get better. Focus on yourself. Focus on your goals. And keep going. I'm not saying you need to go to this drastic, have this light switch moment and go to this drastic part of your mentality where you just switch everything and, and, and you change everything. And whatever you're doing, if it's anything, is good. So don't stop. And if you haven't, and you're thinking of starting, start today. Start tomorrow. Set an alarm. Get up. Do it. Do it after work. You have kids? Excuse. I have kids. I'm up every, up every morning working out. Leave, leave the excuses if you're thinking about starting and just do it now. Because that's how shit gets done. Not with a premeditated plan of attack. It's attacking simply. Attacking. Now, I'm also aware, like I said, this isn't the case for everyone. But it was with me. Um, so I had to change, and I did. And I said, I'm only a week in, um, but this is different. It's new. It's exciting. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to fall in love with the sport of CrossFit. 
you know, I, even back when I was training mixed martial arts full time, and I still train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but Brazilian Jiu Jiu Jitsu, sorry, sometimes I mumble. Um, for years and years, and with no emphasis on conditioning or programming, place and hands, my all around fitness, you know, I was really only exercising for show. I, I would do it for show. And I'm not guilty to admit that because that's fine. A lot of the majority of people are like that. The majority of people are looking for aesthetically pleasing workouts so they can get in and get home and they're fixated on the mirror the whole time and they're fixated on how they look. But when you look good, you feel good. And that's paramount. You know, I, I get it. Any conditioning I do now, my physique is just a byproduct of that. But for years, Jesus, over 10 years, I focused on looking good, you know, having a big round chest and, and big shoulders, big arms, nice abs. Um, didn't focus too much on core strength or functionality. Um, very much aesthetically pleasing approach, you know, and that's fine. If you're doing it, that's great. Like I said, keep going. And when you find something like CrossFit, you know, where the size and strength, looks, age, or gender does not matter. That was that was noticeable to me since day one. The community presence is it's strong. It's it's what you heard, it's what you read on if if you ever did. Um it's very it's staggeringly cohesive. It's it's you know, the community presence, it's its rich. Um, people are there, you know, like a team mentality, although it's, you know, it's a, it's a singular effort on your own to get what you want out of a workout. But it's a very much team mentality, it seems. You know, the focus on powering through and the hooting and hollering and the loud music, the entire place appears to be in fitness shambles while remaining totally under control. Uh, it's really interesting to see um, so many people of all walks of life and age and gender, etc., all doing one thing together. And this is what's important to me. They're all struggling together. They're all working as a group, however, struggling, struggling individually. They're all in that room for the same reason, the majority they're all looking to struggle. They continue to come back every morning at 6 a.m. or whenever they come throughout the day to struggle. And that's inspiring. It's incredibly inspiring to me. You know, and that's one thing that very few people will look for in life. You know, and when you have the entire room there for the same reason, it's inspiring. You know, you can't help but feel uplifted and you can't, you know, you feel like you, you don't want to take the break. And so therefore you have to learn to become more efficient with your exercises and your movements, etc. And because you're inspired, you're in there and you're feeling it. You're feeling the vibe of everyone, you know. And it's really what I think a lot of people look for in the gym because if, if you walk into it in any, I call them fitness centers, in the in my hometown and surrounding areas, it's like it's so clean. I'm not saying that Jonah was not clean. It's 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 impeccable, but you know there's some chalk 
around. You can throw the weights around, you know, your barbells around. Um, it's very untraditional, non-traditional, which I like, which was why I gravitated towards it because I was looking for that, as I alluded to before and will continue to because I repeat myself like crazy. Sorry, guys. So you look at, at one room full of people, and I wrote this down because it's, it's a saying that I've been using for a long time, and it really defines that atmosphere. You know, you have one room full of people, all embracing one thing and one thing alone, and that's being inspired by the struggle. Everyone there is inspired by working hard. There's no mirrors. There's no time to sit and wait, taking you know rest between sets. It's something I was looking for. You know, something that I found in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've been training that since 2012. Um, I'm a purple belt, um, and it's something I found in CrossFit as well. Same as BJJ. It isn't similar in many ways, but CrossFit could benefit you with some movement and functionality when it comes to rolling and training in jiu-jitsu. All in all, though, they're both two very different entities. Totally different. Um, but the biggest major component I see relatable between both CrossFit and BJJ is a big one, and that's the biggest one. The most important one is that they're hard. They're both very hard. They're both very intense workouts with many, many challenges and movements required to excel, as well as time into excel. You know, you know, you step on the mats as a white belt day one, and it takes you a while to learn. You know how to be efficient, how to move properly, how to control someone, how to you know how to armbar from mount, how to armbar from guard, how to triangle. Um, how to transition from submission to submission, how to sweep people, how to et cetera, et cetera. There's no ceiling. There's no ceiling in jiu-jitsu, as well as I believe there's no ceiling in CrossFit. So there's no perfection with either sport. And that's why I enjoy both of them. You know, they're hard. That's important to me. It's important to do the hard shit. You know, people can say, well, you sound like all those fucking guys on the internet. Sound like a walking inspiration board. It's like, well, I, I mean that. I search the, the hard stuff, and I, I want to be a part of the hard stuff, you know. That's who I am. And if it's not who I always was, it's who I've grown to be through experience and downfalls, shortcomings, not doing what I want to do because I'm scared. I'm, I'm learning all of this. And that's who I am. And it's probably who I always was. I just had a breakthrough. Do shit that I'm uncomfortable with. Because I always thought I was doing shit I was uncomfortable with, but I was very pampered. And I'll be the first to admit it, I was very pampered when I was trying to navigate my way through life my adult life, you know, um, you 
know, I would do a lot, just not at the capacity that I knew I was capable of. So the hard part's important. And if you can take anything from this, it's that the hard stuff is the most important stuff. Because you can get by just fine through life. And some people don't exercise a day in their life. Some people don't take chances. Some people don't bother, can't be bothered. They were put down or let down their entire lives. So they don't take risks, they don't do anything. They just be themselves. And not to speak to anyone's character, but I'm, I'm sure they'd be more complete versions of themselves if they found something hard to do and consistently did it. They would find out more about themselves. But, like I said, not for everyone. I get that. I can preach that all day, and I will. I will continue to. It's what I'm all about, and I'm becoming more about. And I hope if you're listening that it helps even a, even a smidgen. So I, I researched some cons on CrossFit. Um, and in my limited experience, how I now feel about them. So, when, for example, injuries is a big one, obviously. It's a high-amplitude sport, you know. Um, and although at times they are unavoidable and unfortunate, they are preventable. I have to say one way that John O appears to ensure the injury rate is very low is basic, it seems. You know, every day there is an elaborate warm-up and pur purposeful movements and focus on actually warming up, not some bullshit stretching routine you see in traditional gyms often. And guys like take their arm over their, their head and grab their elbow and like, oh, yeah. And then they do the other one like, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm ready to go. Let's go. None of that. Elaborate. Functionality. Importance. In the movements. You know, any Olympic lift or functional movement that is required in any class is demonstrated brilliantly and meticulously by the coaches. Josh Carabin has been my only coach there so far, um, as well as Ben Bunin, um, who's in the family, married to my cousin. He's a, he's a stud. He's a gentleman. Um, thank you for your help, Ben. Ben's been the guy that met me at the door. Um, and once he caught wind, just to get off track here, guys, I'll get back to injuries in a minute, but... When he found out I was interested, he was on me. You know, every time I'd see him after that at family gatherings, be like, so, you know, and we had COVID and, and, and we talked about it before COVID and then during COVID. And then when shit was starting to open up again, he see me, he's like, so we're opening up in, you know, like a week or whatever it was. I was like, oh, you know, and... You know, I find when you're trying to do something or you have ambitions on doing something and then you put it off for so long, put it off for so long, when you talk about it, you almost forget about it because you're so used to filling yourself with the bullshit that you're going to go. And that's the fear that you just kind of 
bottle it down. You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah. I should try that. Should check it out. And he was like, dude, you should. You really should. I think you'll like it. And then again, boom, fucking explosion in my brain. And then I just decided to be like, fuck it, I'm coming. So, so thank you, Ben, for the little consistent boot in the ass. That's all, all I needed. Not all I needed. It helped. You helped me. Thank you, buddy. Um, yeah, and, and so back to injuries. And any movement um, that we're we're doing in the gym is demonstrated effectively. Um, I've, I've seen no faulty approach to the fundamentals of a training regimen that could lead to injury whatsoever. I mean, of course, injuries do happen, and we should all be mindful you know, of our functionality in any exercise program we do. It's important. Um, and the coaches there, of course, are mindful of the athletes. Every move, it seems, you know, they play co close attention to everyone in their form, their effort, and ultimately their safety, which is big. You know, individual safety will get you so far. You know, you have to make sure your core is tight and, and, and your form's proper and you're not lifting too much for the movement that you're not comfortable with or well-versed in. And then the coaches can only do so much. You're accountable for yourself and what you do, but the coaches are on you and, and, and they watch. They pay attention, which is, as a new person with a background in fitness and a background in some of the, some of the Olympic lifts, um, they give me a little more leeway, which I'm appreciative of, but I still need help. I still need that assistance. And again, I can resemble it to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because the first day that you're there, you have no idea what you're doing. You might have seen some shit in UFC, think you can do an armbar until you realize the mechanics of it. You can't. But then coach comes over, demonstrates it to you step by step by step. And then you get it. And then you rep it. And then it's good. Same thing across it. Same thing. So let me just thanks. Thank Josh Carabin, the owner of John O Athletics, and of course Ben Bunin, the man himself. Thank you both. Uh, another thing I, I noticed was not enough individuality. You know, um, it's clearly not for everyone, but if it's individuality, I'm probably butchering that word. That's how it sounds when I read it. You're looking for you, know, you should hire a personal trainer who will exceed all your hopes and goals to a T on a program that's best suitable for you. That's it. You know, it's... If you're like me, like, if you try CrossFit and it's not for you and you don't feel the atmosphere and you don't feel the intensity and the room and you're sitting there with your hands on your hips and you're like... I need more individual attention. It's probably not the place for you anyway. You should be at one of the other fitness centers with the 70-year-old grandmas and the 15-year-old high school kids doing whatever the fuck they do. Again, I sound like I'm being condescending. There's nothing wrong with that. 
and I will keep pushing that way because there's nothing wrong with any fitness. I'm just saying, at this point, if you're looking for that individual attention, you will get it at CrossFit, but not in the sense of a program man-made or woman-made for you especially. You'll get the attention. Definitely. I've been there in a week, and I'm getting attention constantly. So I don't want people to think that you won't get any individual attention because you will. But if you're looking for constant monitoring and somebody watching every movement and all the weight you put on and et cetera, et cetera, accountability is key in that place, I believe. And if you're looking for constant supervision is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Jesus. Um, you won't get the constant supervision there. You know, and, and again, if you're going to the gym and you're doing the shit and you're lifting weights and it's great, it's good, it's fun, good. But if you're looking for constant variety and intensity in your workouts, maybe push yourself past your comfort zone, which is important, like I said, and I'll continue to say forever and fucking ever. You know, outside the typical norm of a gym and approach it properly with caution, be open-minded, then... CrossFit could very well be for you. It very well could be. I don't even know if I like labeling it that anymore, CrossFit. I'm sure someone will come up with another name. Since the, the, the controversy with, controversy with again, Greg Glassman that we spoke about. I think someone will come up with a cooler name. Or has it gone too far that it's just CrossFit forever? It's a humongous fitness. People call it a cult. I don't think it's a cult. I can understand why people get, you know, shit, shit hot hung up on CrossFit. The same way with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Same thing with mixed martial arts. I believe... Same thing with marathon runners. You know, like I I, I have a, a best friend, Ryan Reed. He's, he's training for a marathon, and he has been for a couple months. And he loves it. I don't get it. I fucking hate running. But I think people enjoy these things so much and they get labeled as a cult so much because they're hard. And the hard shit interests a certain type of person. And all those people get in one area, then people call it a cult. No, it's like-minded individuals that are looking to struggle together or individually whatever it is just a byproduct of looking for struggle yourself that you end up struggling with others which makes you closer more cohesive a unit but I think people label it as a cult because 
first of all, I think people are scared. Excuse me. I think people are scared because it's the unknown. I talk about fear all the time. Why do you think it took me so long to go to CrossFit? Fear. So people have to label it, you know? It's also why, why people judge anyone for doing anything. They're afraid. People judge me for doing this show. I don't care. People say, some guy at work said to me the other, well, not the other day, a couple months ago, you're trying to be the next Joe Rogan, are you? I said, what? That's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. You trying to insult me because I'm doing this? You know, you're like, maybe. Dude, did you see what he's done? If I was trying to be like anyone else, and I'm not, I'm trying to be myself. That would be the guy I'd want to be like, yeah. He's got the shit, man. He's doing the shit. He's done the shit. It's paying off. You know, there's little comments like that. It's just like, dude, no, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for the people that listen, people that I can help, or the people that want to hear what the fuck I have to say. I'm also doing it because it scares the shit out of me. And that's important to me in my evolution. But it's the same thing when you, when you try anything. You, know, you always get it from your parents. I don't know about you guys. I do. Especially my dad. I love him. Love your dad. But you decide to do something. It's like, ah, shit. Discouraging banter. Discouraging banter. He can't help it. That's what he's brought up. That's what he knows. Just like, ugh, eye roll. Ugh. Ugh. So when you get like-minded people and you get people that are doing something hard together, everyone's like, oh, fuck, that. most people are crazy. They train all the time. What else do they do? Those crazy jujitsu aries. hear the same shit about crossfitters. Because it's fun. It's a family atmosphere. Everyone's together. Something about struggling together. That's why people are into that shit. That's what I think, anyway. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. I'm interested. <clears throat> What's the last thing I had written down here? The cons, the cons. Oh, the cost. This is a big one. Um, it's a constant topic of discussion amongst human beings. You know, how much is it? How much does that cost? Is it worth it? The same thing can, continues to come to my mind. You know, a notion that everyone should really consider. And something that Ken Peters and I talked about on, on our show numerous times. And if you're willing to change, and I have this in quotations, I wrote this down, this heavy shit. If you're willing to change, 
then what is the price you're willing to pay to invest in yourself? And that could be buying new gym clothes, new gym shoes, buying an iPod to help you get through your run. Maybe get that package of fancy headbands, ladies. Keep your hair out of your face. Could be investing in a new laptop to do a podcast or a microphone or whatever. If you're willing to change, then what is the price you're willing to pay to invest in yourself? If you want to get better, you want to do something different, it's going to cost you something. If you want to get pushed into your comfort zone, you'll need to sacrifice things to do that. I'm not made of money. You know, I I just sacrifice some things to be able to pay for my membership at this new gym. Like, I mean, regardless of what I sacrificed, you have to sacrifice something. You know, I just had to fine-tune my budget and, and, and look at things that's important monthly or weekly. Cut the shit that's not important in half or entirely. Add it on the CrossFit. You know, we all indulge sometimes. Some of us indulge more than others, more than we should. And you gain control of that, you can put that effort in that income elsewhere. Shit that's actually going to fuel you. Use your imagination, whatever it is. Eating out, alcohol, drugs, shit that doesn't fuel you. Cut it in half or limit it entirely. Put the money elsewhere. Put the money somewhere. Investment in yourself. In your own person. Your own evolution. You know, we all have choices to make and priorities to set. It's up to you how you do so, you know? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like the last thing I can say is I don't plan on being one of those CrossFit Crazies. No offense to all you CrossFit crazies out there, but I'm not going to be one of those guys that doesn't shut the fuck up about CrossFit. I'm just simply asserting that if you are looking to escape your comfort zone and constantly improve yourself, it's probably for you. If you're stagnant with your fitness or your output, or your outlook on fitness. It's probably for you. You're looking to switch shit up. And I'll compare the two again. Either BJJ or CrossFit. Hand in fucking hand, I think. Many will argue. You know, because you have the BJJ guys, which I'm one of those guys. But they'll be like, ah, no, they're not even comparable. I'm like, well, obviously not. But they're both hard. Keep saying that.
Did I mention it's important? I think so. I know now from experience that you can do CrossFit safely and securely with caution and focus, you know, regardless of your body shape, your fitness, your gender, your age. And I've only been there a week, so I don't even know what I'm capable of. And that's what's so exciting, because the anticipation of tomorrow is exciting. It's like it's like starting to date someone, which is ridiculous to say, but that excitement. You know, I never had this excitement in a long time. I've been training jiu-jitsu a long time, you know. Um, not that I ever got bored with it, but I tend to fade away from it. And it might be the same with this. But it's like a new infatuation. Only it's like the hardest goddamn exercise I've ever done. Aside from grappling. So if you learn to... Enjoy that infatuation with... The intensity and the pain. And you look forward to the... Dopamine explosion... At the end of the workout... And you do that, and you take that outlook on things that are hard and challenging. And you put that same mentality in everything that could make you better. You leave yourself no choice but to get better. Anyway. I thought it would be important for me to come on here. Um, it's a very controversial thing right now to talk about CrossFit, and maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but that's my opinion. That's my experience so far. Um, I want to clear up some, on a personal level, some cons that I've read about and researched about. There's quite a few that I didn't cover, but those on every article or blog you read are the most common ones. And I mean, I would like to thank Josh Carabin and all the athletes at John o Athletics for welcoming me with open arms. Not that that's surprising. Um... I look forward to the future and getting better together. I really do. Um, to my zombie-proof family that's listening, I'm not gone anywhere. I'll never stop training jiu-jitsu. This is just like a new side piece. You guys are both going to have to get along. It's just the way it is. Anyway, guys. That's all I have. I really want to take this time to thank you all. Um, I feel like I'm, this is episode four. I'm really getting rolling here. You know, I'm, my comfort level increases every episode. Um, I'm so grateful for everyone that listens. And I'm so grateful for, as I said, 
at the start of the podcast um, for your output and your kind messages and your inspiration I get from you guys when you tell me I inspire you. Um, the shit's important to me. I'm really enjoying this. So thank you all. I hope you all subscribe on iTunes if you have it. Give me a rating or a review. Or not. It's up to you guys. I'm easy to get along with. Just a suggestion. But anyway, guys, this has been really, really fun. Message me anytime with any concerns. If you're down and out or you need a boot in the ass or a pep talk, or if you have suggestions for topics or questions for the podcast, I'm here. Message me on Instagram, Facebook. Most of you guys know where to find me. If not, I'm on Instagram at John McKinnon, J-O-N-M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N. Again, guys, thank you all. Stay safe. If you can't stay safe, stay the blazes home. Good night, guys.